Check it out, man. There's somebody out there that's been struggling, been hurt, a victim of rape, a victim of hate, and it impacted your life so much that you don't know how to trust, you don't know how to love anybody. I want to let you know there's healing and restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. Truth teller, look. Maybe you didn't know this by the way she smiles. No one even cares all of the pain she has, but she still of her bathtub with a 38 Smith and Wesson and a bag of hoarded pills on the sink. As she sat there behind the locked bathroom door and amid the endless tears, she struggled hard with making what felt like the final decision of her life. She wanted to end it all and be done with the physical abuse, the mental abuse, the verbal abuse with life. At that moment, the only thing that forced her to hold on to the tiny mustard seed of will was her four-year-old son. Her will to live was non-existent, but her refusal to allow him to raise her son was stronger than anything her mental being would allow her to do. She was broken with no, no, no self-esteem, but, but 
she decided to live. She decided to leave. That she was and is me. Welcome and thank you for taking the time out of your lovely day to join me for an evening of conversation, transparency, and truth about domestic violence. We are a place to prosper, a place of peace and new beginnings where healing the hurt of heartbreak begins. We want to be about conversation and healing for those who are listening that could be you or someone you know, so please feel free to share this podcast with them. Today is going to be a day of speaking about something that, in my opinion, everyone has experienced in one way or another at some point in their lives, and it is self-esteem. Well, low self-esteem, that is. The dictionary or the Webster dictionary definition of self-esteem is a confidence and satisfaction in oneself. So with that being said, low self-esteem is the lack of confidence and satisfaction in oneself. Wouldn't you agree? Of course, my focus today is talking to you about your self-esteem and mine. You see, the young lady sitting on the side of the bathtub was a mere 20-year-old, young, naive, sheltered girl who decided to get married because she was in love. Did you see the quotations around because she was in love? Anyway, as I said, uh, that young lady was me during a very difficult time in my life, Um, a young mother, unknowing of anything in the adult world. You see, I entered my young adult life already having experienced, you know, childhood depression, being self-conscious and having low self-esteem already. Well, that followed me into my young adulthood. So fast forward to my journey of being married, experiencing domestic violence and how lower self-esteem came into play. See, it wasn't hard to fall deeper into having a lower level of self-esteem. Let me share with you guys a little something about domestic violence and low self-esteem. Men who are domestic violent offenders tend to prey on women who have low self-esteem already. You know, there seems to be like this aura about us that abusers can pick up on. So they can see through like our already brokenness, if that's a word, (laughs) if it's not, I'm making it up. They can uh, see through our already brokenness and um, they play on that, which they see as being, see us actually as being easy targets. Someone who can be easily manipulated and molded into what they want us to be. And I was one of those young ladies. Now, I'm not sharing this to seek empathy or anything like that. I'm just here to speak transparency and truth because it is what it is. I'm not here to dwell on my abuser and point fingers at him because this really is not about him. My vision for Place to Prosper podcast is about 
finding our voices, rejoicing in healing and coming from a place of no or low self-esteem to being warriors of wellness about who we are and standing tall with that knowledge. I reached out to a few friends and asked them to share their experiences of dealing with low self-esteem because I wanted to allow them an opportunity to shed that weight. And I also want you, the listeners, to know that you are by no means no means alone. So here are their stories and I have three to share with you. Story number one, self-esteem is defined as the confidence in one's own worth or abilities. Never would I have thought that there would be a time where I struggled with loving myself or even questioning my worth. I broke down in tears asking God, why was I not good enough? Did I do something wrong? I just knew I didn't deserve this. I found myself lowering my standards in order to fit someone else, which made me lose me. Pouring myself into them, then they would ever have the ability to get back to me simply because we were on two different levels. In order to grow, you have to be open-minded. Once it was all said and done, I had a baby and I am now a single mother. I learned that all the signs were there. I just needed to look at them more clearer. I lost myself while helping someone else. Once I realized how much this made me fall out of love, out of touch, and I no longer focused on me, I stepped back from everything and everyone. Some people may not have understood this process, but again, it was for me. It took a while, but I learned to love me again love being by myself and if you can't love to be alone then how can you expect anyone else to love you this was the lowest point in my life but also the greatest lessons learned as well there's purpose behind every tear young lady thank you for sharing your story and for walking in your truth Story number two, if someone were to ask me to describe myself in one word, it would be invisible. Childhood and so on were many a days of me being that black figure in the back of a room, only visible when someone may need something or need someone to attack, I guess. Like most, I experienced verbal abuse wherever I went. Bullies never had the guts. I didn't know if I could say balls to actually lay a hand on me. So they weren't crazy or stupid after all, now that I think about it. However, I don't think many parents think or take the time to reach their children about bullying in a verbal sense, at least not until it's too late. 
By now, we should all understand that bullying comes in many forms that include verbal, physical, and emotional. Yes, there were many more topics and maybe too many to prioritize to tell your kids, but bullying maybe just slipped the mind because it's described as kids just being kids, eventually normalizing bullying in schools. Being a student that did nothing but mind her business and socialize with people she was familiar with made bullying so much harder to deal with. I always thought, I don't even know you. What makes you think you can talk to me like this? What did I do to you? Just leave me alone. But other times I was invisible. Just another lame and weird black girl that didn't have friends. I barely even shared classes with my friends. So sitting in the classrooms without them was extremely hard. It's like it gave more people a reason to cast me out. Like they took one look at me and immediately couldn't stand me. So they would go after everything. My face, clothes, teeth, hair, you name it. They laughed at me about everything. I couldn't defend myself because I didn't feel that way towards them. I didn't know them. How could I come up with such cruel jokes on the spot like that? Do they just sit at home and write degrading jokes about people to present it the next day? I don't know. Being young and hearing all of these negative and disgusting things from people you don't even know, you can't help but eventually believe it. Many people that I connected with were just as broken, so I couldn't easily turn to them when I needed advice or a shoulder to cry on. My home life wasn't that close to turn to either. I didn't feel comfortable enough going to my parents for this because I wasn't even sure how I felt about my relationship with them. My biological mother and I have never had a good relationship, but my father, however, was always great. But he was always getting married to women I couldn't stand. So it was enough to keep the younger me resentful and distance. Besides his current wife, she turned out to be lovely, even when I tried to make her go away. Anyways, so I was alone. I described myself as the invisible, ugly girl. I never had anything nice to say about myself because I wanted to beat people to the punch at criticizing me. I tried to find humor in my low self-esteem. Unaware that I was truly bringing myself down further like everyone else made me feel. I couldn't know how to think about myself positively. How could I know something I was never taught? I'm 25 years old today and still learning to like myself, but I'm happy to report. I at least know how to stick up for myself when necessary. Then I find it hilarious when people call me mean about it. Why am I suddenly mean? Because I refuse to let you disrespect me and get away with it. 
of course, when you are 25 and know how to catch shade, even from people older than you, they find it disrespectful to talk back to them. Yeah, whatever. You can stay, they can stay in their lane too. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not violent. I still follow the terms that I followed when I was in school that I will never lay a hand on someone unless they touch me first. In this process, I'm also learning that it's okay that I don't react, not to give people the advantage of getting under my skin any longer, or that I didn't react all those years ago. All I would have done was gotten into trouble like most of the bullies did. Possibly have my life stray away too far that I could have never found the desire to do better with myself like I have today. I can look at myself in the mirror and be positive about what I see. I'm learning how to be a woman day by day, how to care for myself correctly, what foods I need to eat to keep my skin and female parts healthy, what people have to do to truly vibe with my spirit, how to love me. I'm hardworking, caring, and when my hair is done professionally, I feel beautiful. My message to women and men is that self-care is important. It's important to love and care for yourself because if you don't, then you're giving others permission to treat you any kind of way they want. It's also okay to know your flaws. And if you truly don't like something about yourself, then change it, but do it for you. People bully others mostly because they're unhappy with themselves enough that they want you to feel just as low as they do. Misery loves company and too many of us blindly follow it when we don't know better. My message to parents is to please, please teach your children kindness and social skills with their peers. If the children see you do it, they think it's okay, then may go shame others just for the hell of it. A child's self-esteem is a fragile thing that must be protected. Words hurt just as much. Young lady, thank you for sharing your story and for walking in your truth. Story number three. I can say that my low self-esteem started back when I was in middle school. For me, those were the worst years and the start of my depression. I was always the quiet kid who never talked in class because I was always picked on for the simple fact that I was overweight and weird to others. I can count on my hands how many friends I had and it wasn't much, basically two. Kids would always ask me why I was so quiet and never talked. I was always being called fat, ugly, weird, and etc. I even tried to step out of my comfort zone and try talking to people, but the result I was getting was the kids looking at me weird and asking me, why was I talking to them or sitting with them? There's a lot more that had happened during my middle school days, but I can say 
that was the start of my grades going downhill and my hatred for school. But on top of that, I was also getting picked on by some of my family members too. It had gotten to the point where I decided not to be tolerated by certain people and didn't want to be bothered whether we were family or not. I can say a lot of things that were said and done to me when I was younger still have an effect on me till this day. Being bullied and talked down to has messed up messed me up mentally and emotionally because I didn't know how to express my feelings about certain things that I was dealing with. I'm still learning how to open up more and talk about anything if something is bothering me. Now I'm in my 20s. I think I've grown a little bit more from that quiet kid back in middle school. My main goal for myself is to focus on growing and start being selfish for me so that I can move forward in my life. I'm still in the process of working on getting myself together mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually so I can feel good and be happy with myself. So that I can be happy with myself. Young lady, thank you for sharing your story and for walking in your truth. To all of you who were kind enough to share your stories and walk in your truth, thank you from the bottom of my heart. To those listening, as you can see, we all have our truth that we must walk in. We all have had our moments of low self-esteem that equals no self-esteem. And we can all recognize and grow from those moments. We can do it. Let me repeat that. We can do it. As always, thank you for joining me for an evening of conversation, transparency, and truth about domestic violence. We are place to prosper, a place of peace and new beginnings where healing the hurt of heartbreak begins. Until next time.